Join us this week as we discuss mom stereotypes, a little bit about stay-at-home dads, and air flight suits for pregnant women. So, it's time to pour a glass of wine, lock the bathroom door, and take a deep breath. Welcome to the 80s Mom Podcast. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Hello there. You had the cutest Easter lamb, Letty Lou. That was a... (laughs) I love making my Easter lamb. My one girlfriend thinks that they're creepy and morbid, so I check them every year, <laughs> even though she hates it. <laughs> they're only morbid if you color the M side like lamb. <laughs> they're way less weird than chocolate crosses. Chocolate crosses are... Chocolate crucifixes? I don't think they're crucifixes. I think they're just crosses, but I don't know. It's weird to me. Yeah, not a fan of those. I, so, I, think I mean, it's, kind of it's way more normal than that. I think if you gave it an internal skeleton and colored the cake red, it might be a little morbid. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. It would be my kind of morbid, but it, at that point, it might be considered morbid. I'm just saying. We went <laughs> up country and we had baked potatoes, asparagus, and smoked brisket. In deviled eggs, obviously. So tonight we are talking about stay-at-home mom stereotypes. Because I've run into being stereotyped. Have you run into being stereotyped? I don't think so. But I'm not sure I know what the stay-at-home mom stereotype is. Have you, Letty? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the most common one that I'm aware of, right, is the, uh, oh, it must be nice you sit around on the couch and watch your shows all day, your stories all day. <laughs> I mean, when I was home for the first three months that I had little man before I went back to work, sure. <laughs> well, that's because you're supposed to sit with a baby attached to your boob 24-7. It's kind of yeah, hard he's... to be super active with a baby attached to you. Exactly. I often yeah, think I've, people I've look me. at me and go, must be nice. And I'm like, well, Letty knows what Jack Spierko says about people who say <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> they will never get anything they want in life, is pretty much what he says. Yeah, no. If you're eating a McDonald's burger saying it must be nice... When somebody is eating a leftover steak, you do not understand it at all. (laughs) That's the example he uses. Because leftover steak is way cheaper than McDonald's. Which is true. It really is. We're eating leftover brisket all week. Must be nice. (laughs) Or, you know, that we don't work at all. Even a housewife gets that. Oh, when are you going to have a real job? So Why your, is your hu- house like spotless? Your husband doesn't mind that you're not productive at all. I swear, have I told you the story about my dad asking when I was going to get a real job? Mm-hmm. I think so, but I don't remember it. It was before I, I had we had Xandria. Or two. It was before Xandria. 
He goes, "Why are we going to get? When are you going to get a real job?" And I said, "If I don't have a problem with this, and my husband doesn't have a problem with this, why do you have a problem with this?" We have an arrangement. I am a housewife. He is okay with this. I am okay with this. Why do you have a problem? Which is kind of like Cecily's polite way to tell somebody off this week, which was great. Would you like to tell that story? <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Would you like to tell? Oh, sure. There was there was someone in a group I was in whose comment on a post was was honestly unhinged. It was like almost off topic and didn't follow logic. It was that it was that vehement and volatile. And I read that a couple times and went, you know what? If 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 I said that, it would be because there's some med that I really should have refilled before now. So I basically said that in a a very, very calm and nice manner that, you know, when when I find myself sounding like this comment, it frequently means I've missed a medication. So in case that's this, I'm gonna leave this here and I hope you feel better. See when you tell and us I think the whole thread got deleted. <laughs> See, I thought that happened in person. Oh, no, yes, no, so no. I. Heavens, no. That wasn't in person. I don't talk to people in person. <laughs> I thought it was weird, but I thought it was in person. No, no. So, so yeah, that's a thing that happened. Oh. Yeah, that's a thing that happened. But, like, okay, so another stereotype is we are looked down upon because we don't work. Like, we're treated like not even second-class citizens. Like, a working immigrant person would be treated better than a stay-at-home mom often is. And you're looked down even worse by other women. Yes. Especially by yes. business women. How dare you? Oh, yes, yeah. Like when you're not I, doing everything. Yeah, like, when I left my job, because I worked in-house for a financial firm in downtown Chicago for five years. And my last year working there, I was on maternity leave for three months and then I only worked two days a week for the final nine months and everyone was like but you do such a good job at your job don't you want to work like it's a great thing to be working like it is but I'm also gone for my child for 12 hours a day and that's not fair to my infant like wow. and it's like I, I'm done with that well because I have train schedules and stuff but it was it was interesting because I had a lot of women saying, "Good for you for going home to stay home with your kid." They're like, "I I couldn't afford it to send my kid to daycare, so that's why I'm here working." And I was like, "That's exactly the main reason why I'm leaving work because <laughs> it's so expensive." Yeah, but it's it's I was like oh my god, it's stupidly expensive. Like no. Yeah, and like, and I think the other question that I get a lot, especially now that little man is getting older, well, okay, so you spent the baby time with him. When are you going back to work? Uh, <laughs> when he's eighteen, he's not, or maybe when he's old. in high, 
or maybe when he's like high school age, I'll go back to work during the week. Never. For something, maybe. I don't know. Like, I plan on homeschooling, so it's not really going to work. Never. Never. And then the, 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 the other one I get is, but don't you miss working? <laughs> like, I, I, don't under, I don't understand why people don't realize, like, how much work it is. Especially when they're little. Like, this past week and a half has been hardcore potty training. So yeah. it's been a lot of, do you have to go poop? To go pee? Or, mommy, me go pee pee. All right, let's go. Get you to the tub before you pee your pants. Or, mommy, me just poopied. Okay, let's go wipe. We got to pull off those booby pants and get y'all cleaned up. Xandria you know? had, so, I mean, had a couple it, accidents this weekend, so I, I feel your pain. If we're 100% on going pee in the toilet, it's that we're not quite getting there, but that's okay. Well, having to wear pants does make it harder. It doesn't make it impossible, it just makes it harder. Yeah. And Xandria, like I said, she had a couple accidents this weekend. She, uh, I stayed home Friday, and Jason and Xandria are up country with his parents, and they went to go get their second vaccination. And apparently, she pooped herself straight down her pants, down her leg, into her oh. shoes. Oh, God. That's a bad one. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad I'm not there. Yes. That's not my problem. <laughs> and apparently she peed her PJs last night because they were too sp- Jason says because they were too small and she couldn't get out of them, but I don't know if that's what happened or not. So now she oh. has 20 new pairs of underwear cuz I figure if Jason can't find her underwear, she does not have en- <laughs> she doesn't have enough. <laughs> and three sleep shirts so that she's not wearing pants. So that hopefully that solves the issue of not being able to make the bathroom. I mean, yeah, she, she just said up. it was an accident. I mean, he even wakes up and, during the night. Mommy, me go pee pee. Let's go to the bathroom. And then we'll come right back. And like, one night I was like, could you just go in your pull up? Because I was like, I couldn't even apply it. And, no. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I mean, it, it's tough. For, it's tough. Like, I'm going all day long with him, you know. I got to feed him. I got to get him to the toilet. Got to keep him entertained. Yeah. Like, I run to the store in the morning, you know. Like, there's not many people when we go to the store. So I take advantage of that fact. Get out there. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, um on a bardic last night has a six week old little baby girl and I'm like, Oh, she's adorable. I say her I asked, I said, Are you a stay at home mom? She goes, I am now. Aww. And I said, That's wonderful. I said, the thing they won't tell you is it's you know, twenty four seven, three sixty five, no sick days. Vacation is just working in novel environments. <laughs> yes. I said, You can do this. You can totally do this. But it's not easy. Because it's not easy. Yeah, I have to say it. It's a bit easier now that he's bigger and can entertain himself more. But when he was younger, it was like, and he was super attached. I was like, how am I supposed to get stuff done during the day? Like, you don't. <laughs> how? 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't. And and I I, th- I think too that a lot of us put those pressures on ourselves just because we think that we have to do it all. And right now, like, my house is driving me nuts because we're getting a new bedroom set tomorrow. We were supposed to get it on Friday, but the guy injured his back and was stuck in the bed that we're buying. <laughs> so oh, we're getting no. it we're getting it tomorrow. So all of the stuff that was in the bedroom set that was in the bedroom is now in the living room. And the bedroom set that was in the bedroom is up in Jerseyville. So right now, my uh, living room is rivaling Cecily's. Wow. And it's driving me nuts. I mean, everything is in, like, totes and bags. But, oh my god. Like, people say that I am not necessarily a clean person, and I get it. I am a cluttery person. Who hides things in drawers when she cleans because she's just getting rid of the clutter. But, oh my god. This is just driving me nuts. But tomorrow that will hopefully be fixed. And it's like, that will be you're, you are held to a different standard when you're a stay-at-home mom. Like, ooh, your house should be clean. You have nothing to do all day. Uh-huh. Uh. Sure. Yeah. That's what you think. I mean, I get a nap I mean, in the I afternoon. Spend... <laughs> yeah, sometimes like I'll fall asleep during nap time with little man. I don't usually do the whole three hour thing. Sleeping. But he started like freaking out again, like if I'm not right next to him when he wakes up. So I have to be right there. Xandria doesn't take At naps anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm the only, well, she'll take naps with me now that she's not watching TV, but I've started turning TV on for her in the afternoon because I will often take a nap till four, from like one to four or like one third. I mean, I lay down and I read. So, you know, I'm not going to sleep at one. <laughs> I get about an hour and a half to maybe two hours in the afternoon. But if she falls asleep, her bedtime is seven. <laughs> I find this does not work. So she gets one movie in the afternoon while I am taking a nap. To keep her from going to sleep. Because I nap so late in the day. But I have to nap or I can't get all of the things done in the day I have to do. My body requires me to stop. Like, I literally get so tired I want to puke. If I don't take a nap in the middle of the day most days. Wow. And of course Jason's like, you might want to talk to a doctor about that. And I'm like, it's just how this works. This isn't abnormal. This is how this has always worked. My body is telling me, you lay down now or you will regret later. And then, like, my yeah. brain starts shutting down. So it's like, I'm either sitting on the TV, zoning out to TV, sitting on the couch, zoning out to TV, and completely and utterly useless, or I'm sleeping. I mean, you can take your pick, but nothing's getting done. Or if I'm up in Springfield, it's when I'm talking to my grandma at the uh, at the kitchen table. Between two and four every afternoon, half of it feels like half of my brain stops working, and then around four to six, it starts coming back online. So like I can't drive during that period unless I absolutely have to because I fall asleep behind the wheel, which let me tell you, is wonderful. 
Trying to drive half asleep with your brain not working to get home. There have been days where I have gotten in the driveway, closed my eyes, opened them about ten minutes later, and not known how I got there. Like, can't remember most of the trip back. And it's not narcolepsy, because we checked. (laughs) Uh, Also, if it was narcolepsy, I wouldn't be able to uh, do that without dying. But, like... You might not be able to drive. Yeah, I don't think you can drive if you have narcolepsy. Um, last time I went up to Springfield, I had a, I guess I'd had a bad night or something. Because I was driving up to Springfield, I had to pull off about halfway. I, well, I took one of, I, I took an anti-narcoleptic med that I had. Um, I pulled aside into a gas station about 10 minutes after I took that and had to snooze for 20 minutes before I could make it to Springfield. And it's been a long time since that's happened. Wow. Like, I was not safe at all whatsoever. And I, at least I have, I usually have the presence of mind to go, I am not safe whatsoever at all right now. That's good. So, like, I knew and I pulled over. I took something to try to help and I pulled over. Like, right now I've given up soda, so it's harder I'm still drinking sugar shit, but it's not soda, because I'm trying to break a habit. And breaking an addiction is harder if I just drink water straight, which I'm trying to do a lot. But I'm uh, drinking a lot of lemonade right now, because I'm trying to lemonade kick the- my Lemonade was my gateway drug to water when I gave up that. Yep. I, I already drink water because it helps with my singing voice a lot, but I'm trying to, you know- kick the coke monkey off of my back. So, if it helps, I'm I'm not going to fight it. I wanted to go carnivore again this week, but I don't think it's going to happen this week. I think it's going to be after next paycheck. Because I always decide to do it mid-pay period. And it doesn't work that way. I have to be prepped to go carnivore. I have to yeah. have meat. Like, a lot of it. In the house to go carnivore. Even the dirty form of carnivore I do. I have to have meat in the house. Because unlike strict carnivores, I season my meat. Sue me. That makes it better. Oh, it helps. When you remove... When you're only eating meat. like, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's why we used to use those things as money. <laughs> yeah. Well, and wow. My mother-in-law's like, you can have eggs. I said if it had a face or came from something with a face, I can eat it except for honey because that's sugar. That makes sense. Actually, you could probably eat honey. I'm not sure. I'm going for no, but technically, it does come from something with a face. <laughs> Many little feet. Mm-hmm. But it reduces my pain by 80%. Wow. I I am not a doctor. I do not play one on TV, nor podcasting. Do your own research. I'm just a stay-at-home mom with severe arthritis. That's impressive. That would make it worth it. Yeah, you can't do it for super... Well, you can do it for super long periods of time, but I'll go keto eventually. Um, After a month or two, I don't know. 
First, I have to successfully be carnivore for at least a month before I can make these decisions. I've never made it that long. I've made it like three days, I think, is my goal, has been my uh, highest point of carnivore. It's not easy. It's like doing a, um, oh, words, where you remove all of your food out of your system to figure out what you're allergic diet. to. Thank you. you talk? Elimination diet. It's like doing an elimination diet, except for instead of uh, two weeks to a month of chicken broth, you can eat meat. And then you have to slowly add things back in. Because what Jason said was, well, the problem is arthritis is, you know, it's an autoimmune disease. My body is attacking itself for some reason. The problem is we don't know why. But it stops doing yeah. that when I'm carnivore because I'm eating absolutely nothing with inf- that is inflammatory. So you have to so add That at least controls in. it. Yeah. Much better than my meds do, to be honest. But like I said, I'm not a doctor. Do your own research. Don't just go to eating burgers tomorrow because some idiot podcaster told you it helped her. And I don't eat burgers. I eat, you know, ribeye steak fried in lard. Must be nice. (laughs) You know what's really cheap? Steaks when you're not eating anything else. True. Also tasty. Fried in lard with some butter. Delicious. So nobody has ever called you out for being a stay-at-home mom? Letty, and like made you feel like... I don't know. I'm sorry, oh, Cecily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's happened to me. It's happened to me. It's not I remember to talking to someone once who, I don't know, she said something about, I don't know, somehow we got on the topic of housework, and I said my house was a mess, and she asked why, and that was because she had stayed home with three kids, I had one, and their house was always clean. I, I'm, I'm not superhuman, I have no idea. I, some people are just like that, is my guess. Yeah. And I find, like, the opposite end of the coin is, like, I feel stay-at-home dads, who, I have said this before, and I will probably say this again, unfortunately, I have absolutely no respect for. Uh, It's like, because they're a stay-at-home dad, it doesn't matter if nothing gets done. Because, oh my god, the dad is taking care of the kids. It's a bloody miracle. Yeah, there's definitely a double standard. Like, I've heard the term, oh, your husband is babysitting your children today? Oh, yes. Um, no. He's being a dad? Like, you don't call it babysitting when I watch her 24-7. Stuff like that really pisses me off. My favorite is, but you spent all that money to go to school, and you got all the training, and you had a really, really good paying job. Why won't you just go back to 
Let your husband stay home. You made more money than him at your job. Um, no, because we both have the conversation and it's not how this works. Like, no. Nope. I mean, Jason has a technical technical degree and I have a baccalaureate. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to go to work while he stays home. I would lose it. Well, like, like my husband has jobs make a lot of money. My, my husband's got his bachelor's degree. He's got his paralegal certificate. I have my associate's degree and certificate in paralegal studies. You know, I mean, it was pure luck I got the job that I did. <laughs> yeah. And yes, Jason makes really good money. I am not saying he doesn't. People with technical degrees often make very good money. Depending on the sector they go into. And gunsmithing is a very good sector to be in. But. Yeah. It's like. If my husband stayed home with Andrea and I went to work. I would lose respect for my husband. It's not manly. Sorry, not sorry. That is a woman's job. Fight what we me. were meant to do. <laughs> that's why women are more. That's why we're motherly. Why we're more. Like, we're more empathetic. Everybody talks about the Netherlands and how gender equal everything is. Right? I worked for a Dutch company. (laughs) Women still are more teachers and nurses, even there. Where Mm -hmm. everybody is supposed to be equal. Because, get this, biology exists for a reason. I can't can't remember what the... uh, I can't remember what it was, but I mean, like, I was fully paid for my 13 weeks that I was on maternity leave. Um, which, I mean, you guys know is pretty much unheard of. Mm-hmm. Most places are like, oh, you could take your 12 weeks off, but six weeks will be completely in. Um, but it's because I worked for a Dutch company, and over there, they get a long, I can't remember what their maternity It's like six months or like, a no. year or something. Yeah, like I know in Ireland it's, I believe England is a year. Or what my cousins have told me. But, um, the company was like, yeah, just because you're in the States doesn't mean that you're not gonna get better benefits. You're not gonna get the exact same benefits that we have in, in Amsterdam, but you'll get, get good ones. So, I was like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> right. I didn't have to worry about that. I was a housewife. Um, but, yeah, I've listened to Jordan Peterson talk about, like, women lawyers. They hit their 30s, and, like, even if they're junior partners, they'll have kids and leave. Because who wa- who wants to do a 50 to 60 hour job a week when you have kids? Yeah. If you had like, kids, you're having my... kids. <laughs> when I started, the one attorney, she'd been there for 10 years. She had a, full, a five-year-old. And... I mean, but we worked at house, so it was only a 40-hour work week. You know, it's not like she was doing all that. Um, But the other, like, our general counsel, she had two kids. They were were a little bit older, but her husband worked from home. So they were able to to make it work. And then the other attorney never had kids. You know, but you're saying, like, when attorneys hit their 30s, you know, 
have a kid's leaving, or they're just like, yeah, not not going the kid route. Yeah. I and mean, then if you're illegal, we're expected, we're expected to have the kid in the court. Yep. Nope. 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 I know. I know far too many people who aren't having kids, and it upsets me. Like, oh, I'm too selfish to have kids. Like, obviously. I have a friend who said that she wishes that she decided sooner before getting a master's and multiple other certificates and stuff. That she wanted to just be a trophy wife housewife and stay home with her 20 cats. And I was like, <laughs> um, that's not really how that works, but okay. Well, I guess if you're a housewife and you can afford a housekeeper, that would be the lie. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to have some sex with some ugly old dude. Yeah. I don't want to have sex with my smoking hot husband. Why would I want to have sex with an ugly old dude? I mean, my husband is hot to me. I'm not saying he's hot to you. <laughs> I'm rather fond of my uh, soft and squishy Viking man. I do not like overly toned guys because they're all angles and they suck to cuddle. <sighs> I just hate how... I am not a feminist. We have talked about this before. And I am not about equality. I'm not necessary. I am not about equality of outcome. I just think that being treated like a third or fourth class citizen is crap because we're raising the next generation like oh I decided I wasn't going to have kids and I have two doctorates and we never had this issue until the feminism movement actually hit and became a real thing yeah we're watching um, because go for it because women were meant to stay at home the men were meant to be the winners that's how it always was and then all of a sudden it was nope I need to go out there. I am woman, hear me roar. I need to go out there, make my money, and prove that I could be a man. But still get all my women's rights. Still a woman. Uh, <sighs> I'm not interested in women's rights. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a horrible person. We're watching Wartime Little Farm, magic. and they're like, the women were liberated from their housework and helping the British front. And I'm like, the fuck? Do you mean they were liberated from being housewives and doing housework? That's what we're meant to do. You turn them into and men. At the, and working at the front was probably harder. So well, that, the, that's not much of a liberation. Well, they they were working like as farm labor and cutting trees and you know, stuff like that. You but. know, it was a couple weeks ago. But the Jason Stapleton show, he was he was talking about how, I guess the armed services are now talking about making flight suits for pregnant women and all this other stuff, mm. especially for the for the pregnant women who are fighting on the front. Mm. And he's he's like, they have no right being out there. He's like, I don't think. And he said something along the lines of, uh, I can't remember if it was him or if it was his co-host. Women shouldn't be in the military to begin with, which. I agree with, like, if you, if you do want to go in the military, I think that you should be more in the background doing, like, support roles and stuff. I don't think women should be on the front lines. I don't think they should be fighting those battles. But, um, 
get like dear lord pregnant, pregnant women flight suits. flight suits for pregnant women there is yeah. a and, problem and he, there well and he did say oh, he said my. granted like we wear flight suits we wore flight suits a lot just because they're comfortable and stuff he goes but they're making pregnant women flight suits why do we have pregnant women in the military you know like if you're going into the military don't be having kids because that's a complete risk and especially it, Liam get off of you please Especially if you're on one of those teams that needs to like go out there and do stuff, you're losing a team member who you are expected to be right behind you or right next to you when you're fighting these battles. And oh, I'm gonna go, baby, I'll be back in six weeks. Bye. Like, what the hell? <laughs> My mom got an honorable discharge when she was in the um, Air Force and pregnant with me. It also made a difference that she wasn't married. But even then, it was not. Is not considered acceptable. That drives me nuts. That pisses me off. As somebody who is actively trying to get pregnant, that pisses me off. Like, no. Okay, yeah, that, 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 I can't remember when it was. It was a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, what the hell is this world coming to? Did you do a Letty Loses It episode on it? <laughs> Taking that as a no. Should have. Is going to now. <laughs> or a spicy mama hot take episode. <laughs> oh my god. Things that piss me off. And then they look at me like I'm weird. Like, I'm a traditional housewife slash stay at home mom. At least I don't think being a pregnant fighter jet pilot's a good idea. What in the holy hell? I know this was a short episode, but do you want to give me any closing thoughts, Cecily? Um, I really except that being on call twenty four hours a day sucks. Like even if you don't get called, just having to be ready to sucks. Yes. I would Unless someone has to do it. Well, yeah. Are you saying that we are on call 24-7? Well, basically. Basically. Uh, we have lost Letty, it appears. So, my closing thoughts are, you know, I think we do a noble profession. I'm not saying everybody should do it. I think maybe we are called to it. And... I don't think we should be looked down on for doing what we do. So with that, you can find us on social media. We are on MeWe Parlor and Odyssey 80s Mom Podcast. Our email is show at 80s Mom Podcast. And our website is 80smompodcast.com. Have a great week. And remember, you can do this. 